0: Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of the Happy Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started hello everyone and welcome to episode 16 of the ambitious freelancer podcast so today we're going to be talking about the underground upwork economy because i feel like the upwork episode was a good introduction to how you can use upwork as a freelancer and i know it's changed quite a bit since i showed that episode because now like connects costs money and you're like well why would i want to sign up for upwork if the connects cost money and the work's not as great as it could be and I think that the underground Upwork economy is a big reason why you want to at least be on Upwork so I use Upwork very passively at this point like I'm not like a super like I'm in Upwork you know I'm not really there all the time I work with a few clients on Upwork and what I mainly do at this point is I just kind of let them come to me and sometimes I apply for jobs but it's not very often like I'll only apply for a couple of jobs if I find something I'm really interested in but normally I just let people come to me if they want to after like checking out my profile so I really wanted to talk about the uh, underground Upwork economy because I think that people just see like the tip of the iceberg and I'm not sure I mean I don't know how many jobs exactly happen on Upwork each day but I feel like a lot of the public jobs are very tip of the iceberg and often sometimes a little bit in that like icky not that great territory so like the jobs on the surface some of them are great like I've gotten some pretty awesome jobs i you know, multi thousand dollar jobs using just the public features, but I've also gotten some great jobs like from people reaching out to me. So I really wanted to talk about this because it's not so surface level as like, oh, this is the stuff you see on there, it's like everything that you need. Because honestly, like, connects are expensive, but well, not expensive, they're not that much, but like, connects are costly now they cost money now. But the thing about it is that there are a lot of ways to get out of paying for connects depending on like who reaches out to whom and different stuff like that. So I want to talk about some of the other ways that you can actually, you know, connect with clients on Upwork because I feel like a lot of people don't know that there are so many ways. And Upwork is always tweaking and changing things and adding more ways for you to work directly with the people who want to work with you. And so that's a way for you guys to actually make some more money because usually when someone reaches out to you the ball is in your court like you have a lot more power when someone reaches out to you about something versus if you reach out to them so I really really love this part of Upwork and I think a lot of people don't know that it exists they just assume that Upwork has poor like poor people I guess asking for money or like people who aren't willing to give up their money but there are people on here who use Upwork to provide for people like people are making like actual livings on Upwork and I think that's really important for for us as freelancers to understand that it's not as simple as it seems on Upwork. And while I wouldn't put all of your eggs in the Upwork basket, I really like cold pitching. I really like, you know, creating your own website. I think it's just one tool of many tools to figure out some freelancing stuff for you. Like, I really credit Upwork to finding my niche and helping me connect with some really awesome people in the process. Some willing to pay me some pretty decent money per post. So while I understand that some people have their Qualms about Upwork, and I don't, you know, thwart them for that. I think it's important to understand that there are some really big clients on Upwork who use Upwork to grow their business. And depending on your niche, you can find some really great work there. People willing to take you on, and especially if you have that proven background and that proven history of providing amazing work for clients, then you will find your place on Upwork more than you think. So, let's talk about some of those underground jobs. So, you might be thinking? Okay, Amanda, is that uh, they're there? Where are they at? So one of the big things, and that you've probably seen, are invitations, so, but the thing about invitations they're not always great. I've seen some piss poor invitations telling me, hey, do you want to write for 10 cents? And that's it. Like, I've seen some poor invitations where it's like, okay, I really don't want to work for your company, you're not paying me good. Um, but I've also seen some invitations to jobs where it's like, oh, I'm trying to pay you like $100, $300 a post, $200 a post, like, will you do this? And I've seen some really vague invitations. I've seen some, you know, just different kinds of invitations in my life. So I'm not going to say that all invitations are great because a lot of the time you'll get an invitation and it won't be that great. But depending on how your website is set up. So that's why I really encourage you to go through and really niche down so that when you get invitations, it's normally for things that you're interested in. So I've gotten invitations before and often it's because my profile was very specific, especially at this point, like I'm getting invitations to a lot of HR related things because my job my profile says I write for an HR tech company so I'm getting less of those random invitations and the invitations that I am getting are more tailored to me like there are still some like wild cards in there of people just inviting everybody but a lot of it is very specific to me which I'm excited about so I would say first and foremost get on the like specific train on your profile that way you're actually those invitations are a little bit better and a little bit more tailored to you and what you do. So another thing is that so what happens usually with how they do the invitations is they're usually like looking up the database so there's actually a database of freelancers and while you can access it as a freelancer it's not very upfront I really do encourage you to do it though it's a really awesome thing I like to go stalk people's profiles when I realize they're on upwork it's a little weird thing I do but yes so with it you can like look at other people's profiles and it's really great for looking at people who are making the money so obviously upwork unless you put your stuff to private you you can basically see what other people are making on Upwork, which I think is pretty transparent. There's a lot of people who don't make the money. There's a lot of people who make less than a (laughs) dollar. Like, there are a lot of people who make, like, zero dollars on Upwork. There are a lot of people who make, I made over $10,000 on Upwork. Even after, like, the fees and stuff, it's like, up there. I don't remember the actual amount, but it's over, you know, (laughs) $12,000. Which, Upwork is not my main source of income, so like, it's just where some of my, it used to be but at this point it's more of like a supplementary to a supplementary. Like most of my income now comes off of Upwork which is great for me. Yay me. But I still do use Upwork. But there are a lot of people who don't make that but you can see people who made you know a hundred thousand on Upwork. Like how did they get there? What did they do? What kind of jobs are they on? What kind of things are they a part of? And so that's really awesome for you if you're starting to like figure out how to word your profile and like what the best course of action is for that. Like definitely go check out other people in your niche Go check out people who've made the money. It's a really awesome tool. And I'll leave it in the show notes because I know it's really hard to find, but you can find it as a freelancer and I have like bookmarked, so I'll show you. Okay, so another thing that um, you have to think about is the new work with existing clients. So I have had multiple clients where I started with just one job and then I turned that into multiple thousands of dollars worth of jobs just by working with the same client. And those were jobs that they weren't necessarily giving everyone. They weren't necessarily showing them them to everyone. So I was getting those jobs, but it was really just like they were assigning them to me as milestones. So it wasn't even something that they approached the entire public with. It was just something they approached me with. So I think that's something you also have to think about. Like, okay, yeah, there are the jobs that people are getting invited to but after they're getting invited to them maybe they're working with that company for a longer more extended period of time than I even think so one job leads to another job leads to another job that's a really big part of the Upwork economy that you don't see because those jobs are not listed because they're milestones so a milestone on Upwork is basically just and you can do a milestone job even if it's supposed to not be a milestone job so essentially and you also think about hourly jobs too but milestones are a part of the fixed surprise, job so milestones are there like you can even after you finished the original milestones you can add keep adding milestones on the same contracts as long as you want to and so it's a great way to build uh brands and like really build that connection with the brand more so than just like a one-off blog post so i've done one-off blog posts i've done like multi-milestone blog posts it also kind of depends on like if the company wants to like rate you first and then so sometimes they rate you and then you come up with a new contract But all of this to say that this is not like jobs given to the entire Upwork public. So when you start a new contract with a company you've already worked with, you're not putting that out into the public. So I've had some companies, though, that I've worked with in the past where they would list the jobs, but it was basically my job. I just need to apply for it. So like, that's another thing. So even if you also have to think about the jobs that are listed, because some companies do it in a weird way, because I guess they want more of a paper trail of exactly the contracts they set up. So, some people want to do multiple contracts instead of just milestones. So, but sometimes, like, I would do that and they're like, hey, this is your job. If you want to just apply for it. And so, or they would invite me to every single job that was open to and with, like, an actual thing. Like, hey, this is your job. Just let me know and we'll set it up. So, people might apply to it, but they had no actual way of being... They had no actual intention of hiring the public. It was just they wanted the contracts set up the way that they were or they weren't sure how to do the milestones. I'm not really sure. But either way it went, they didn't do the milestones and they just invited me to every job opening because it was for me. So that's something you also think about. Like sometimes people publicly put up jobs that are meant for someone else. And then you'll be like, oh, I applied for this and it was definitely never going to be my job. And you wouldn't have even known that because it was just a public contract. Contract or it was out there. And so another thing that I've yet to be able to tap into, but I've wanted to so bad, are enterprise clients and talent clouds. So enterprise clients are really kind of the bigger clients on Upwork. I don't know if they're necessarily bigger clients on Upwork, but they might be. I feel like they're more secretive. There are a lot of enterprise clients on Upwork, but it's really hard to find them because they create these private talent clouds. So talent clouds on Upwork are essentially a enterprise client's like freelancer agency, database. So they create these connections with these freelancers. Sometimes it's through a public call to action. So an enterprise client might be looking for something that their current private cloud doesn't offer them, or they can't find it in their talent cloud, so they go looking on Upwork as a whole. And so then after you do that, if you got the job, you'll be added to the private talent network, or the talent cloud. And so in the talent cloud, often these uh, bigger companies, these enterprise clients, will go to their talent cloud looking for talent before they'll go to the general Upwork public. And so this is a great way to work with the same company again and again and again and have a better chance of working with them because their talent cloud doesn't encompass the entire the entirety of Upwork. They're only pitching their opportunities to their talent cloud, which might consist of, you know, a couple select freelancers and agencies on the platform. That way they are actually able to make that money. And so agencies are also pretty great though because I've never been a part of a freelance of an upwork agency, but I know that there are quite a few that exist and in those, you know, you're getting work within the agency. I'm not really a big fan of that. I like working directly with people because it's just so much easier that way. And also, yeah, it's just a little bit better. I feel like the prices, I can negotiate my prices more than an agency could negotiate them for me. But those are an option for finding some more of those jobs because I'm pretty sure after someone's worked with an agency, they'll probably continue to work with that agency given if that actual agency does so work well. But there are just so many ways that Upwork kind of has this kind of underground economy that you don't necessarily see. And I think that we often see the surface level, like maybe the lower paying jobs and the people who aren't quite ready to approach Upwork in that level. So they're just kind of, you get a lot of those like 5, 80 cents for 100 word jobs. You get a lot of those, but you also have to think about like what you don't see. And so there are so many things you don't see. And I think that we have to be honest with ourselves and like hey maybe we don't know everything we think we know and I'm not saying that Upwork is amazing like I'm not saying that Upwork doesn't have its faults there's a lot of faults with Upwork but I think that we also have to know that like there's more to it than meets the eye and we can't fault people for being on Upwork just because it hasn't worked for us or just because we've had some issues in the past like I've had clients on Upwork that are super respectful and super nice and super responsive and I've had people who are like the worst but I think that you all Find that on and off Upwork. So I don't think that you should fault Upwork for the fact that sometimes lower people, lower paying people, use Upwork because that can happen anywhere. You're going to find lower paying clients or people who are not going to understand your worth on and off Upwork. It's never going to be something that you're going to be able to get away from. And it's just a matter of what are you going to accept? Are you going to accept that job on Upwork or off Upwork that's paying you pennies? Or are you going to stand up a demand that someone pay your worth? So that's something you have to do. That's not something that Upwork can do for you. They cannot make you take the money or take more money or, t- or stop the the job because they're not paying you enough money like that's something that you have to do upwork is just a place where people can list jobs and then people can apply to jobs like that's what upwork is and if you use upwork for what it is then you'll make money if you don't or if you try to be like oh but people are being here and they're like you gotta develop some thicker skin you guys like as rude as that is to say like you have to develop thick skin on upwork if that's something that you want to do if you don't want to do it move on cold pitch you know create a website that creates leads for you like, there are so many ways, but I feel like we have to be all honest with ourselves and open with the universe and the different ways that we can create clients for ourselves. And so, do all the thick skin, go into Upwork knowing that there are so many ways to get work that you might not even see, and just think about it. Like, think and really get specific, really niche down on Upwork, and stop trying to be this generalist on Upwork. I mean, I started as a generalist on Upwork. I'm not gonna lie and tell you, oh, I was, like, super specific when I first got it started. But eventually... I've niched down it's something that I started doing because I was like I really like this amount of niching down so now that's what I have on my profile so yes that's all I have to say today and I'll talk to you guys later bye Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out the slash ambitious freelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group, and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.